Welcome to Sports Weekly with Ayaz Memon. Hi, I am Ayaz Memon. We are on to the sixth day and the final day of the World Test Championship match between India and uh, New Zealand to determine who will win this inaugural ICC Championship. And there are, despite two days, two entire days being washed out and rain intrusion on some other for, for a lot of other times uh, in the play that has been possible. Despite all of that, despite all the rants and the complaints that everybody has made against, you know, the scheduling of the event and the, the venue of the event, etc., etc., we are still confronted with a scenario where all four results are possible. That's absolutely fascinating to me. There is, of course, uh, the prospects of a New Zealand win. There is Theoretically or hypothetically, why hypothetically? There is a possibility of an India win, but it will take a heck of a lot of things to transpire for that to happen. There is also the chance of a draw, which seems the most likely. And then, of course, there is also the prospects of a tie, which is, in any case, it's amongst the rarest of a We had only two tied matches in the history of cricket. So that, to me, seems the most extreme uh, case or projection. Uh, so I will I will start like in, in a, from a process of elimination. What to me might be the to to me seems the most likely outcome. As I said, a tie seems the most remote. You know, it means that so many things have to happen. I mean, it has to be kind of ordained by divinity to reach a tie. What does it mean? It means that India is now thirty two runs ahead. They get bowled out for a certain score, say one hundred and thirty two, and then bowl New Zealand also out for 164 or whatever the lead is. So that seems extremely remote. What is possible, of course, is, and we've seen that in the days when, you know, a lot of play was possible, that teams get bundled out in the first session. It happened yesterday when New Zealand from 101 for two slumped badly to, you know, in the first session and then just about went past India getting a lead of 32. But that's thanks to Tim Saudi and Kylie Jamieson, of course. Kane Williamson was the glue. He held the innings together. But the Indian bowlers came back strongly, led by Mohammad Shami, who bowled quite superbly. And then Ishant was also splendid. Uh, a little off-colour, Jasprit Bumrah. But overall, the Indian bowling attack, the catching, I thought the captaincy of uh, Virat Kohli was all on the ball. And New Zealand's, they got a psychologically important lead, but not such a big lead that would completely intimidate India. It was not a lead of 80, 90 or 100, which would have put so much pressure on India because then you could end up losing seven, eight wickets, six wickets and then struggling to survive. India did lose two wickets. They lost Virohit Sharma, who was looking so good. So the pressure is on India. Now, what could happen? Why New Zealand are ahead of India in this test with one day remaining is that two Indian wickets have fallen. If Play follows a pattern similar to what has happened, as I mentioned earlier, in India's first innings and New Zealand's first innings when there was a collapse. India collapsed from 146 for three to 217 all out. And New Zealand, of course, finished with 249. If a collapse happens, then New Zealand come back into the game with a chance. Suppose India lose six or seven wickets in the first session and the remaining, you know, two or three, whatever might be remaining early in the second second session, then they, New Zealand would probably have about 120, 125 to chase, which may not be so difficult. And yes, look, the run scoring on this pitch, it's a difficult pitch to bat on. Run scoring hasn't been easy. But if the target is about 130, 140, then New Zealand become very strong favourites. If India bat two sessions and post, say, 140 runs even, you know, 70 per session, 
it'll leave New Zealand a target of 172 in one session. That becomes very difficult to get on this pitch. They might still go for it. We don't know. Remember, 98 overs to be bowled in the day. That's really the crux. If there's any erosion in the number of overs bowled or in playing time because of rain, even if it's drizzles and short spells of rain, then it'll make or steer the game towards more and more towards a draw. But it's imperative for India to bat, at least in my opinion, a couple of sessions uh, to ensure that they are not left completely vulnerably exposed. Of course, the the uh, other scenario of an India win is that India collapse, the lead is about 130, 140, and then bowl out New Zealand within that, you know, maybe 30, 40, 50 overs are remaining. So that's a little difficult to imagine. The most likely scenario, because of the time, because 98 overs are remaining, is a draw. The next best scenario is a New Zealand win. The third best is an India win. And of course, the fourth least likely is a draw. But whatever be the outcome of, of this match, I think if there is an entire day's play, it'll be very riveting. It'll be riveting to watch. Because what we've seen so far is high quality skills from both sides. Even in batting, it might not have been the most attractive batting by India or New Zealand because the pitch does not allow that. You know, you don't get expansive, extravagant stroke play. There's just too much happening on the pitch. Uh, with the fast bowlers holding sway. So the key to survival on this kind of a pitch is doggedness. It's patience, like Kane Williamson showed uh, yesterday and before that, of course, Virat Kohli and uh, Ajinkya Rahane had shown. So it's a battle of attrition. You have to dig your heels in. You have to play close to your body. You have to, you know, almost sniff the ball, uh, or, you know, bat and pat close together and not leave or leave minimum margin for error. And of course, the bowlers will revel because even if there is no rain today, it's not, it, it, it forecasts it may still be grey and overcast. That means the bowlers will get help. The ball will seem around. It's that kind of a pitch in any case. So, it's, a, it's going to be a grim battle, at least in the first session for India to survive. They'll start breathing a little easily if they don't lose more than one wicket. And then, you know, I... I don't think that they will declare unless the lead is 200, which means that there'll be very little time remaining. That's that's the likely scenario. But the key is, of course, the wicket, in my opinion, the wicket of uh, Virat Kohli. That's the man New Zealand will want to knock over as, as soon as possible. There's also Pujara. He's a, you know, he can, he's a grafter, he's a grinder, he's the ideal man in these kind of situations. So to Ajinkya Rahane, Pant is a stroke player. He'll take his chances. He's risky. The risk factor in him is greater. And therefore, India need to ensure that before Pant comes into bat, they played out substantial number of overs and made a decent number of runs. Because after that come the all-rounders, Jadeja and Ashwin. And the tail, frankly, the Indian tail doesn't contribute much. Ishant, Bumrah and Shami. Unlike the New Zealand tail which wagged with Kylie Jamieson and Tim Saudi. So, all in all, I'll say uh, from a cricket uh, lover's point of view, suspend the thinking and analysis about who will win or who will not. I think just sit back and watch a, a, a riveting day's play and hopefully there'll be no rain. <laughs> <laughs>